Hi everybody, welcome back. So today is a Instagram live that I recorded as a podcast as well, which I love doing because it means that you know I can like interact with you guys and you can see me. Um, but then I also love that you can listen to it as a podcast because sometimes an Instagram, like an IGTV, isn't as like um accessible or like you know what I mean. You could do like two things at once with a podcast, like you can put it in your pocket, whereas an IGTV you kind of you can let it play, but like, you know what I mean, whatever, we don't need to get into it. So today we are talking about like business and pleasure and how to really stand out from other people because in like a sea of businesses, um, I know a lot of people, they get really worried about like, what, why am I different? Um, that, that like fear of being a fraud, that imposter syndrome, um, that fear of like burning out again. A lot of people have the fear that um, if you've had renal fatigue before, you can have a fear that you're going to like re-get it if you start to work really hard. And so I kind of go into all of that. And then I answer some of your questions about trauma and about safety and about authenticity and about like, why aren't I getting clients? Um, why aren't I like getting more followers on Instagram? Um, and then a really amazing question about kids and trauma and like, how can we um, reduce the trauma in our kids? Like such an amazing episode. I actually might cut it and put it as another podcast podcast as well just so that um it's easy to find again if you want that if you do just want to skip to that bit if the business stuff isn't relevant to you then I would just jump towards the end um and you will you will hear it uh Jelly is walking around sniffing and I'm like is he gonna lay a fucking turd somewhere nope he's jumping running back okay bit of a weird dog Anyway, enjoy this episode, guys. Please make sure that if you haven't already that you join Baba. I mean, joining early is really smart because you actually get more out of the program because when we then start the program in March live, you will have already been implementing and trial and testing so many different different things because there is so much content in there. You'll actually get more out of Baba by joining early. Like it's a much smarter thing to do. So if you haven't already joined that, send me any questions that you need to. I wanted to also mention, guys, oh my God, I'm so excited. So we are relaunching um, my period program and it's going to be like, I'm going to call it something like the perfect period masterclass series or something like that right and it's actually going to be live so um we're going to do one call a month over four months uh, and they're going to be live calls with different topics so if you already are in turning off your period problems program you will get access to it automatically and if you're not this is actually a really smart thing to be doing if you have period issues and you want to get on to on top of like the nutrition health supplement side of things um and i have my um program all about how to like stop emasculating men um it's called be a lover not a mother uh, that is coming out soon as well. So just keep a lookout for all those things. Lots of exciting things happening. Um, and we have a happy holidays masterclass, which is going to be three hour masterclass on navigating this time of the year and like manifesting for next year and everything as well. So that's all coming up. So just make sure that you keep a lookout on my Instagram stories, on my emails and on the podcast so that you don't miss out on any of those things because these are going to be live things. And if you miss out on the live things, then you can only watch the recorded. And obviously the live is a vibe because like you're in my energy live and I can also answer your questions. Whereas when when you, when you join like the pre-recorded versions of things, you can't ask me questions. So, um, yeah, have an amazing day and enjoy the episode. Hello and welcome to the Feminine as Fuck podcast. I'm your host, Monica Yates, a period and ICF certified women's life coach, and I help women to harness the power of their period and connect to their feminine flow. In these episodes, we will be talking about all things periods, hormones, confidence, health, food, money, sex, business, feminine flow, your brain, energy, and all the stuff that goes through our heads. You will walk away from each episode with new chicken nuggets and truth bombs, as I don't have a filter and I love talking about all the shit that people are thinking but too afraid to say.
guys, remember what I was saying on my Instagram story the other day, like decision fatigue. And it's the fatigue of like the unknown. It's the fatigue of um, everything happening. A lot of people are like really energetically depleted. We're depleted because we're not seeing our loved ones and it's exhausting on our body. It's exhausting on our nervous system. So if you are, oh, Colorado, hi, my favorite place like in the fucking world besides New York. Um, If you're feeling burnt out and exhausted, it's not, um, it's not unusual right now. I'm going to say pretty much every single one of my clients is feeling it, you know, one day or another or one week or another. And it's literally just because um, of everything happening in the world. So it's super normal. So embrace it. Please make sure that you're looking after yourself. You're taking magnesium, you're taking some adaptogens to help support your body and all that jazz, because we can't, we can't really um, escape the stress right now. We can't escape the unknown. We can't escape everything happening in the world. Um, But we can try and like support our bodies as best as we can. Okay. So let me jump into some stuff I want to talk to you guys about today and please leave your questions in the question box. And I will also go through and answer your questions. Oh, they're not bringing me up the questions that you guys put in the thing. That's so weird. Normally you can, oh wait, is it there? No. Huh. Normally you can like bring up the questions. Instagram's changed it. If you left a question in the question box I did, how annoying. Um, can you please drop it again in the question box here? I know it's super annoying, but I can't get the questions for some reason. You have to re-drop them in. Bummer. Um, I can't even remember any of them that I saw. I know someone actually asked about safety and how you feel safety, but anyone else drop your questions in and I can answer them um, because I can't pick yours up for some reason. Anyway. Okay. So a couple of things. I always get this question about like with business stuff, how do you add pleasure? And even if you don't have a business guys, this still relates to you. It's about adding feminine energy. It's about adding pleasure to like your masculine structure. It's about adding pleasure to your work. So even if you work corporate or you work for somebody else, this still like this stuff today still applies to you. So the number one thing is setting up your space, setting up your space and making your space feminine and like cultivating, um, a beautiful energy in your space and allowing all of your senses to be engaged is going to allow you to feel more feminine and feel more in flow and feel more grounded and feel more um, pleasure whilst you are doing something masculine like working. So a lot of us are working at home at the moment. So setting up your space could be like candles. It could be a beautiful cup of tea. It could be like having favorite, like I love these mugs of mine, like having really beautiful mugs and those mugs become like an anchor for your pleasure. It could be, you know, using essential oils. It could be crystals. It could be putting on a red lip like I do sometimes. Um, It could be like the clothes you wear, whatever it is. Setting up your space to allow you to feel more feminine is going to help you to not feel so bogged down and so um, stressed out and so so exhausted by doing masculine things. Does that make sense? So setting up your space is really, really important. That means that that can mean a nice desk, a nice chair. It can mean blankets, like yin up your space as well. Like if you're coming into winter, if you're in the Northern hemisphere and you're coming into winter and you're getting fucking pasty like me now, hate that shit. Anyway, I need to like fucking fake tan tonight. Um, if you're coming into winter, yin up your space. My, my blanket's on the floor because of jelly, but like I have this massive knit blanket that usually sits over my chair and I, I put it on me when I'm having client sessions or whatever. Um, 
and I really and I like candles and I've got a fire downstairs and I will be cozy I will do things that make me feel cozy and yin and um supported and that's again like a feminine thing to be bringing into your workspace now if you're in the southern hemisphere and you're going into summer that's fine keep it fresh keep it fun keep it flirty and that's going to be your way of cultivating feminine energy in like a masculine kind of thing that you're doing Okay, so making your environment supportive of your energy is a game changer. If you are someone like me, where your energy, your energetic vibration gets um, influenced quite easily and quite heavily by your environment, then this is really important for you. Some people, it gets more heavily influenced by clothes. Therefore, your clothes are going to be really important to you. What sort of clothes that you wear. Other people's, you know, energy influence could be affected by, you know, the environment outside of their house, like where they're living in the mountains or the city, for example. Um, and like that still affects me too. So whatever yours is, there's going to be something that really affects positively and negatively your energetic frequency. And you want to make sure that your then like working on that area and you're cultivating a really good wardrobe or environment or eating habits or whatever it is to make sure that you're allowing yourself to stay in that feminine flow in a bit of a masculine world. So a lot of you would know, because I talk about this multi, like I always say this, mine is environment and comfort. My comfort levels are my number one priority because if I don't have my comfort levels met, then I will not be in my feminine. So when we're, when we're normally traveling, like fuck Corona, like such a bloody cock block for life. Um, anyway, when we're normally traveling, that's why I fly business class, first class. That's why I stay in nice hotels. That's why I need aircon in when it's a really, really hot place that I'm staying in. It's not because I'm being a brat. It's actually because I know that those things allow me to have a better vibration, uh, vibrational frequency that will then attract in everything that I want, but it will also make sure that I'm in a better mood, that I'm happier, that I am more set, that I am of more service to my clients, those kind of things. So figuring out what yours is, is really important. I said this before, like mine isn't clothes. I love nice clothes, but like, as you can see today, like I'm actually wearing a Zimmerman, um, like tank top. So like the, t the top itself is actually quite expensive and quite bougie to feel like the, like my senses like this top. And then I'm wearing like aloe tracky pants. Like I, and then my friend, Amy, some of you would know Amy, she's like bougie all the fucking time. It's quite entertaining when we get together. Cause I'll always be in like trackies and she's always dressed up to the nine, um, to the nines. And so that's okay. Like you have to figure out what it is for you. So please bring, yeah, guys, pop all your questions in the comment box or the question thingy because I can't bring up your questions for some reason that you left me in my Instagram thread, which is so fucking annoying. I don't really know how to see the questions because I'm on my account. You know what I mean? I didn't screenshot them or anything. Unless Sarah can go in. Ooh, unless Sarah could go. But I'm on my account. I don't think we'd both be able to go in at once, could we? Okay, next thing I wanted to all, yeah, keep dropping them and I'll answer them. Next thing I wanted to say is that your business and your brand, even your personal brand, um, whether you run a service-based business, whether you run a like brick and mortar, it doesn't matter. Your client or customer experience is everything. It is everything. You want to make your brand an experience. So just like for my events, I make it a whole fucking experience. It's not just about the event itself. It's about 
how people feel when they're rocking up, like when they're staying in their hotel room before they come to the event. It's how they feel when they go home after the event. It's how they feel a week later after the event. It's how they feel a week before the event, right? It's a whole fucking experience. So with your clients, with your customers, with whoever you're working with, it doesn't matter. The more that you make your experience a fucking amazing one, the more people's um, bodies and pleasure centers are going to be engaged and then you become like an anchor for what they want. So they are more engaged with you and they're more engaged with the brand and they kind of fall in love more with the brand and with you because more of them is connected to you based off your brand experience that you give them. So what I want to, so example of this is like when you join Queen Alchemy, for example, Sarah sends you a welcome email like well firstly actually I make it very very clear like I care about who joins and I want to make sure that it is the right fit and I want to see whether you need any more one-on-ones for example for Queen Alchemy and you can't join right now you have to wait till next year um anyway and people then need to DM me first so it's creating that first bit of uh, like the client experience of creating that relationship of I really care about my clients you can't just like just fucking join I want to make sure that it is the right fit for you because it's a deep fucking program then after you join then Sarah emails you and Sarah emails you all the details that you need to know then you get added to the Kajabi portal you get a PDF and the PDF walks you through everything that you need to know then you're joining into the Facebook group and when you're in the Facebook group I do a little welcome email and I'm really excited to welcome everybody and we make everything so clear and so step by step that it makes the women in there feel so supported and it makes them that experience of them feeling so supported is what actually makes such a big difference to whether they will recommend you to other people to have to the results they get working with you because they have to feel safe in order to work with you and all those kind of things so making your brand an experience is really important even when like somebody comes to your instagram page what's the experience that they have when someone comes to your instagram stories what's the experience that they have when somebody comes to your store what's the all you to your salon what is the experience that they have before they come to the salon when they're at the salon for example and when they leave the salon what's the experience that your client has when they come to your instagram when they are staying on your instagram when they leave your instagram like all of those those little things are really, really important. And the more that you are really intentional and do that from a very soul aligned place, the authenticity comes out and the authenticity is what makes you really attractive. The authenticity is what makes you really attractive. And then when you're really, really authentic, everything flows really beautifully and really easily in your business because the brand experience and the way that people are moving through your brand is what gives them the perception of your brand. And the more that you do it from a soul aligned place, the more magnetic it's going to feel and the more the easier it's going to be. So making your brand as much of an experience as possible is also going to help you to stand out in like the sea of businesses. So this is also really important. A lot of people, they get worried of like, you know, I'm actually, I always get this question of like, I think someone put this actually in a question box of like, um, a fear of like, I don't know enough, or, um, there's other people that are better than me. Like, how do you navigate that? And it's like, well, nobody is you. And people are buying you, right? Yes, they are buying your knowledge. Yes, they are buying your expertise, but they're also buying you. So the more that you show up and the more that you like exude out of your brand, the better it is because that's what people are buying. And if you want to stand out in a sea of a lot of businesses, how you're going to stand out is by being you and being authentic and having an amazing, full, culti- like massively cultivated, I can't think of the word, brand experiences, brand experience where when people come to you, they feel so engaged in your brand when they feel really engaged in your brand, they feel supported, they feel loved, they feel heard, they feel met. And that's really, really important. Because as I'm always saying, guys, like 
with my clients, with me. I'm not here to play the fucking short-term game. I'm not here for some quick wins and a quick, you know, injection of cash. I'm here for the long-term games. I'm here to create a sustainable business and my clients are here to create a sustainable business. And part of creating a sustainable business is creating an experience that is authentic to you because then it doesn't feel like any work for you. And that's really important with doing business in your feminine. The more that you're in your feminine, the less it will feel like work to you because it's just like you. Like people say to me all the time, like, oh my God, is Instagram like exhausting or is it launching all the time exhausting? I'm like, why would it be exhausting? Like, I'm honestly like, why the fuck would it be exhausting? Like, well, how are you launching? Because all I do is show up as me. I had I, I this like running joke with my team, with my friends of like, basically I'm a prostitute, right? Because I just like sell myself. But that's, and it's just like a running joke because it's honestly like d- different, right? But I'm like, basically all I have to do is be me and I get paid. And that's what makes it so easy when you're in your feminine doing this, all you need to do is be you and the right people are attracted to that. That's what's really important. No one's better. No one's better than you. We're all just different. Like that's key. No one's better than you. We're all just different. Okay. Um, the other thing that I wanted to mention that a lot of people kind of forget, especially right now, this is super important ladies, is if you're not sure of your business thing, if you're not feeling like you're in alignment, if you are feeling run down or whatever you're feeling like, in order for you to be in alignment, in order for you to get the downloads about your business, in order for you to, um, you know, create the amazing offers, whatever it is, you need to slow down to get the downloads, like slow down to speed up, basically slow down to quantum leap, slow down to get those downloads to then quantum leap your growth and like jump ahead of the game. Does that make sense? So if you're feeling stuck, if you're having creative blocks, if you're feeling Ugh, slow down, I said this to a lot of my clients this week, when they're feeling like unmotivated, and they're like, I'm just, I've got no energy, I've got no motivation, I'm just creative blocks, I don't, I don't want to create any content. I'm like, sweet, let's not create anything then. You don't need to create every second of the day. If you don't feel in that creation, don't fucking create. Like I say this to my team. I say this, like my team, my team knows, like I just fucking move shit whenever I want to. And like, they could say like, Hey, can you really do this? Or like, could you make content around this or something rather? Or like, maybe we should type an email about this. And I'm like, "Mm, no, if I'm not in the fucking mood, if I don't feel like it, if I'm not having my creative juices flowing, I won't do it. So someone has asked me before and probably multiple of you, like, do you batch your content? And I don't bat, I don't plan out my content. What I do do, what I do do is I have like a notes file on my notes thing on my laptop. And when I'm getting all the creative juices, I will write out like many, many Instagram captions because they're flowing out of me and it's easy right? And then I've got them there for when I'm not feeling creative or I'm having creative blocks and they're already there and I can post them. So I don't push against a block that I'm having. I don't, a creative block. I don't push against an mm, that I'm having in my business. I like welcome that shit and I work with it, not against it. Like my intuition is driving my business and what my team does is basically all like the strategy and all the like um, the systems and the processes and having to manage everything basically, but everything still, those end decisions are all based off intuition. And then they just kind of like do all the management of everything. Um, Okay. One last thing I wanted to say as well is that um, you can even create brand anchors for your brand. So people connect certain things to your brand. So for example, I get so many DMs where you guys have been like, I saw this meme and I thought of you, or I saw this and I thought of you. That is creating brand anchors. And I'm not even trying to, it just kind of happens. So like sometimes people will like send me Sagittarius memes or I've gotten like certain things in like window shops before being like, oh my God, I saw this like 
this t-shirt and it reminded me of you. It said like, fuck something or other on it, right? Or I saw this thing on Instagram and it made me think of you or whatever it is. I always get DMs with people like being like, I saw this and I thought of you. And that is me creating brand anchors where people associate me with like Sagittarius and fiery and sassy and talking about shit that no one talks about and rocking the boat and not giving two flying fucks and jelly. Like that's now what people associate me with and anything else. If you guys associate me with anything else, I'd love to know, drop them below. If there's anything else where you're like, I see this and I think of Monica or I associate Monica with X, I would love to know what it is. Like I'm actually really curious. So if you want to drop it in the chat box, in the comment box, I'd actually appreciate that. Um, but you can create brand anchors and those brand anchors are actually important because then someone doesn't even need to be watching your Instagram story to be thinking about you. They could be in the shops and they could see something and be like, oh my God. And it makes you think of Monica Yates. And like, and then what, why that's important is then you become front of mind for these people. And it's good to, it's good to become, it's great to become front of mind because then if someone say Sally is having, oh my God, guys, we are everything red. We are working um, so hard on these mugs. We've had this issue where we're trying to integrate this certain thing into my website and it won't integrate properly. And now the web developer's gone, had to take time off. So if anyone knows a really good web developer, like, can you let me know? Because I've called my other one because he's too fucking slow. And then this new one's had to go deal with personal things. I want to create these mugs. I'm trying to create these mugs, but I need to integrate them. And it's just been so so much effort and so hard, but it's happening just like really fucking slowly. Um, what was I going to say? So why the anchors are really good is that with you becoming front of mind, so I was saying, sorry, you being front of mind to your ideal customers or your ideal clients is important because then if Sally, for example, um, you know, was having period issues, the first thing that she, that the first person that she would think to, to reach out would be me. Or if she was having intimacy or sex or feminine issues or her like relationship issues or communication issues or whatever issues, hormone issues, feminine things, whatever, she would know boundaries because we all know I'm like the queen of fucking boundaries. She would know I need to reach out to Monica or like I need to book in with Monica. And that's a result of you being front of mind for your ideal clients. And I become front of mind for people not by doing anything strategic. Like there is no manipulation in my business. It is me literally being fucking me and that's how I sell. And so the more you are, the more, the, uh, the more easy, the, the more easily, the, the easier it will be to sell, to make money, to have a growing business, to change lives, to attract an ideal clients, X, Y, and Z. Red clothing and lippy. I'm going to put some red lip balm in, in a second. I didn't get time before that. I did a bit of nude, but I'm going to put some on in a second. Um, okay. Let me go through, um, let me go through these questions for you guys and drop me any others. Okay. Um, struggle being in my feminine, living by myself, having to do all the life things on my own. I get that. I fucking get that. And here are some tips for you. And guys, if you're joining and you missed this, for some reason, the questions, I'm actually just going to message Sarah right now. See if she can screenshot them to me. Um, cause she can just log into my Instagram. Then for some reason, um, the questions from, uh, from like my Instagram story, I can't pull them up. So just give me one second, guys. I'm just going to message Sarah. Give me one sec. All right, we'll see if she can. Okay, so I'll answer these though whilst we're waiting for hers. All right, so struggle being in my feminine, living by myself, having to do all life things on my own. Okay, so yes, it gets exhausting, right? Because you're like, I just want someone else to fucking do this shit for me. You want like a man to do something. You want the masculine to come in and do something, do that shit for you. I understand. So a couple of things that I love to do. 
Number one, I have all of my groceries delivered to me and they are on a system where I don't have to shop every week. It is the same grocery delivery every week. I can change things where like some things will come every two weeks, every month, X, Y, and Z. It's really helpful. So I do that. I mean, obviously I've got a full team, which really helps. I've got Sarah as my EA, like she's here at the moment. So she does that kind of stuff. I have a cleaner and my cleaner comes once a week to do all that kind of stuff, which I find really helpful. Um, and then any other life things as well. Like if you can afford it, like get someone else if I can do it for you or what you can do is you can like put aside one day or a couple of hours to do all that masculine life stuff so it's done and dusted. Now, I've said this before. I'm going to say it again. A lot of the time with um, – what's the fucking word? Procrastination. A lot of the time with procrastination – hi, Sarah. A lot of the time with procrast – so, Sarah, wait. So, what I need you to do, Sarah, she's on, she's on now. What I need you to do is can you go into my Instagram story if you can – I don't know if that's going to let you because I'm on a live. I don't know. I need you to swipe up on my Instagram story and screenshot those mess, screenshot those questions that I put up yesterday in the question box. And then you send them to me via WhatsApp because I have my laptop open here. Um, okay. So something else, just doing some teamwork at the same time. Um, something else that I find really helpful to understand, guys, with procrastination, our brain, we procrastinate because we focus on how shit it feels doing the thing. And we don't focus on how good it feels having it done. That's what you need to focus on. Do I have a mosquito bite there? That's weird. Um, so when it comes to this shit, oh, I hate organizing insurance. I need to make a dentist appointment. Like even jelly things. Oh my God, right? Like fuck that. And what you want to focus on is not how annoying it is to organize it. Oh, uh, she can't go on stories at the same time. Okay, cool. That's fine. Okay, cool. I thought that. Um, so guys, if you left questions in my Instagram story, please put them here or I'll have to answer them another time. Um, so you need to focus, um, on how it feels to have that thing done. That's, that is the tip with procrastination, the pleasure that you will feel in your body having done that thing. Okay. So having organized all those life things, oh my God, the weight that will be off your shoulders. Fuck. Yes. That is what you need to be focusing on. In business things, there's so many admin shit. I'm like, fuck that crap. And it feels so good once it is done, ticked off the list. That's why I also like writing. Like I've got a, a planner and like I write all my to-do list down in the planner and I love being able to cross shit out. The messier, the better to me. Um, okay, next thing. Um, next question. Are there general trauma? And I will scroll up to the ones that you guys left in comments. Don't worry, I haven't forgotten them. Are there general trauma themes you often come across around why us women feel unsafe? Yes. Let's go through some. So the inconvenience wound is massive of like not being an inconvenience, don't want to rock the boat. And that comes under like, I got to be safe. I got to be protected. I got to have community. I got to have friends. I can't be rejected. If I reject, if I'm rejected, I die. That's that one. Another one is like all any, any kind of beliefs around like all men are bad or like men are dangerous. Any kind of feeling of not being safe around men, that's another one. Um, a, a conditional love from your parents, so not unconditional but conditional. And key thing, you will you will think right now, my parents gave me unconditional love. I can tell you right now as a kid, there would have been times where you actually were like, this is conditional. Um, where, example, you got more love on a you got you got more love or more praise from your parents when you got an A in a test versus when you got a C. That's conditional love, and your parents didn't intend to do that. It just happens like naturally. It's fine. That's another one. Um, another one is any kind of divorce. That's the big trauma. That's another trauma one. Uh, another uh, more examples is like I was actually going through this. Um, oh, I can show you guys this actually from my Queen Alchemy call with the girls yesterday. So. Um, even yeah here we go so I, I've got like a little bit of a I'm just going to turn this around hold on a sec 
So if you guys can see, this is my little like trauma graph that I, um, I've got two of them that I show my, I kind of, I use it for my certification girls. And then I also just was showing it to Queen Alchemy. So some examples of a trauma on a scale, minor trauma and major. And what I really want you guys to understand is that all trauma is trauma. And I understand that maybe like, you know, your parents getting divorced isn't as bad as, you know, if you were raped, but it's still trauma. And like, I'm here to tell you that like, you are like, I'm validating your trauma is worth healing. You don't need to have had massive, massive things to have happened for you to be worthy of doing this work because you will feel so much better after doing it. Okay, so examples, mom or dad saying no, getting lost in a supermarket as a kid, conditional love, um, emotionally unavailable parents or parent, parents fighting in front of you about you um, or about anything, cheating, manipulation from parents, divorce, if you're an immigrant or refugee, heartbreak, a parent or close relative dying, scary medical procedures, severe bullying, seeing death, severe bullying in school, really, really big one that I see, seeing death, um, like seeing someone die. Uh, extreme poverty, separation from a parent, rape, major near-death experience, natural or man-made disasters included, domestic abuse, war, kidnapping. They are just examples that I put in for my coaching certification girls and for like I show my clients this to help them understand it. Bottom line is on this scale from minor to major trauma, all trauma is worth healing and all trauma affects you. Um, so they are some general ones that I see kind of all the time and a really classic one that um, comes up a lot that people don't realize and just like an understanding for you guys is that your mom is how you perceive the feminine and your dad is how you perceive the masculine. So you can see right there of like, if your mom was overly emotional, you then perceive the, fe as an example, you then perceive the feminine as like, oh, too emotional. So like, I don't want to be that. Right. Or if your mom was really, really cold, for example, um, then you're like, oh, I don't want to be that. The feminine's this. So you literally create the definition in your mind. You perceive it when you're a kid of the feminine and masculine based off mom or dad. And so no matter whether you grew up in a perfect quote unquote household or not a perfect household, you have trauma. And I say this to you guys because I used to think that I had no trauma because I grew up in a quote unquote perfect household. Mom and dad are still together. You know, I went to good schools, like money wasn't an issue X, Y, and Z. And I still had a shitload of trauma. And I kind of actually, I used to hate that about my story. I used to wish that I had something wrong with me or like had some massive bad thing happen when I was little or some fucked up family. Because I thought that that's what I needed to have in order to help other people change lives. You look at like Oprah and Tony Robbins and X, Y, and Z, those people, they've had horrible childhoods. And um, and I, I created the belief that I had to have a horrible childhood in order to kind of like be successful. And that's not true. And I'm here to tell you that like I work with people that have had horrible childhoods and... I also have people that have had very quote unquote normal childhoods and they still have trauma. I still had so much shit that I had to deal with. It doesn't matter whether you had a good childhood or not or not. It's actually about your perception of situations. That is what causes your trauma. So I perceived that my dad was better than my mum. Um, and I perceived that if I was like dad, I was going to be better. I was going to be more successful. I was going to be more loved. So as an example, this is just one little tiny thing about me. Um, as an example, so that made me get really, really masculine because I was like, well, I have to be like that in order to be successful, loved enough, X, Y, like whatever. Um, and that was just because I misinterpreted the whole situation when I was a kid, basically. Okay. Um, 
oh my gee, I hear this. I hear you speak and I realize I need to heal a lot. Is QA the best program for this? A hundred percent. So if you guys want to join Queen Alchemy, I'm not going to really put this out right now because I just have other things to be putting out, obviously, but I'll just mention it here. You can do an extended payment plan to lock in your position if you want, because like the spaces go so fucking quickly. Just email Sarah um, or send me a DM and we can organize that. You can do an extended payment plan to then lock in a spot for February next year, or you can wait, but like the spaces go really fast when I do it, open it up. Okay, let me just scroll up a little bit to the other questions and you guys can leave even more if you would like. Okay, Melissa. Hi, Monica. I'm struggling to support myself financially right now and feel like my safety is always being threatened. I can't relax and step into my authenticity if I'm stressed about my bills. Any tips? Yes, and I understand this. Like, it makes total sense. And this is why I actually really don't like it when, like, um, people, coaches, whatever, kind of do this manipulation thing of, like, if you don't invest, then nothing will change in your life. Or, like, if you don't invest, then you're saying that you don't want this X, Y, and Z. And, and, and not in, like, an empowering way in, like, a, you've got no money, but you still need to invest. And I'm not. Like, if you have no money and you're, you feel like your, threat, your safety is threatened, you need to focus on that because no amount of, like, like you trying to feel like, oh, I can just manifest isn't going to work because subconsciously you're, like, really, really scared. So a few things, Melissa, obviously, is like, can you get any support from the government that will allow you to feel safe and like put your fucking ego aside for that? Um, other things would be like a lot of people, and I'm going to, Tony Robbins talks about this, guys. A lot of people, they think they don't have resources, but actually they're not being resourceful. And so many people, their ego gets in the way of asking for help, of saying like, I really need financial support right now. So can you reach out and ask people for help and put your fucking ego aside What's the other word for like, not, not ego, it's put your fucking, put your something aside. Um, whatever the word, modesty, modesty, put your modesty, whatever the word is, I can't think of it. Um, put that aside because you need help. And just remember that like when someone asks you for help, when someone asks me for help, I love helping people. A lot of people love helping people and it would bring them joy that you've reached out to them and you felt safe enough and close enough and connected enough to those people to reach out to them. So reach out to your friends if you can, Melissa, to ask for full financial support. And then obviously make sure that you are doing the strategic things to get a job, to get extra money, X, Y, and Z, and also be doing the spiritual things with manifesting and all that kind of stuff. Okay. Um, so make sure that you're doing the manifestation and you're really tuning into faith. Like these are the moments where faith is like such a game changer because it allows you to stay a little bit more relaxed. So I would be doing manifestation practices and I would be tuning into all that kind of stuff. I'm sure I've got old Instagram lives and plenty of podcasts that are all free, obviously, that you can listen to about that stuff. So I'd be doing all of that, Melissa. Um, and I would also be putting your ego aside and asking for help for friends and family um, where you can and getting resourceful, right? Don't look at your resources, get resourceful. What are your skills? What are your tools? What are your knowledge? And how can you make some money off it? Okay, Mary, if you're not gaining clients and followers yet, you're uh, yet you're doing authentic work. What could be going wrong? I'm not sure if it's exactly on topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. I'm assuming like you're not gaining clients, followers, and you're being authentic. Um, what could be going wrong? Not sure. Okay. Well, a couple of things, guys, like this is why business isn't just strategy. It's also a combination of, I'm just going to scroll back down to see if there's anything else that I'm missing from these people. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Pride. Thank you, Sharon. Yeah. Put your pride aside. That's, that's great. 
Okay. So um, a couple of things. This is why I say that like business isn't just strategy. It's not just like, oh, do these things and you'll get more followers. It's also a combination of like mindset and energy at the same time, as well as like, yes, a little bit of strategy, obviously. Um, okay. So a couple of things with like mindset and energy things that you guys, I'm going to answer these last questions and I will have to go soon for my clients. Um, so a couple of things for you guys to understand with mindset and energy things. Like one, do you even want clients? Are you afraid of success? Are you afraid of money? Are you afraid of like, can I get people the results? Are you afraid of being in the public eye? Are you afraid of what people will think about your job? Are you afraid of whether you can even do a good job for your clients? Are you afraid of the responsibility? Are you afraid of holding the money once it comes in? Are you afraid of selling yourself? Are you afraid of talking about your prices? Are you afraid of even doing business? Are you just fucking self-sabotaging and procrastinating because it is easier to stay where you are right now than to step outside your comfort zone and start working on your business? Because it is easier. It is a lot easier. Running a business is not an easy thing to do. Running a business, I'm, I can tell you right now with every business person that I've talked to we've all had moments like business owners we've all had moments where we've gone oh my god I wish I worked for somebody else because at the end of the day you can come home and you can switch off and when something happens in the company your head is on the chopping block it's not everyone looking at you it's somebody else and you know that like you've always got money coming in for example or that you'd be looked after like always like let's be real like people lost their jobs obviously with corona so like the security is an illusion bottom line is that we all have those moments running your own business is not easy but do you want it enough do you want the freedom do you want the flexibility do you want the joy do you want the absolute ecstasy that you get from helping people or changing their lives or having people come to you and say thank you or whatever it is um other things energetically could be that you um I feel like I've gone through a lot of energy things that you could be blocking yourself from success for any like kind of subconscious reasons, whether it's like um, being ridiculed or um, being a fraud or being an imposter, all those kind of things. And I go through all of them in Baba as well. And then in terms of strategy things, like you want to be posting like shareable content, that's going to get you more clients. Uh, that's that's going to get you more followers. You want to be posting um, the real shit. Guys, little like fucking hot tip for you. Sarah's always blown away by this as well. Whenever I post something that has, that has got like no relevance to my business or is funny or is just like me crying or something like that, I get so many replies to my stories. I get more follows. I get more comments, whatever it is. When I post random ass shit or when I post me being super authentic and crying or having a Monica meltdown as we call them or whatever it is. Why? Because people are attracted to authenticity. So you might think that you're being authentic, but like, are you showing the real sides of you? Are you making yourself feel relatable to people? And like often people say this, and this is also kind of why I do it, but I don't even, I don't even show my meltdowns like, oh, to get clients. I just like do it because that's just me. Like I'm so authentic. Um, that it's just like, I'm the exact same offline as I am on. Like I wouldn't, how exhausting to like be somebody else online. How fucking exhausting. Not me. Like I would not do that. Fuck that shit. Anyway. Um, what was I saying? Um, what was I saying? I can't remember. Anyway, I don't, I, oh, that's right. Um, people have said to me that because I show all my sides on Instagram and I show I'm having a meltdown X, Y, and Z, it allows them to feel like I'm not on the pedestal and that I'm not perfect and that they, that they can get the same results that I have and that it's achievable because I'm not telling people you'll never cry, you'll never feel. It's that I'm allowed to feel every like I'm feeling everything and everything is welcome kind of thing. It just actually makes me more relatable and therefore more approachable, which is like important. Um, can you help rock stars? Um, I'm sure I can help rock stars. I'm sure if I can help, if I can help artists, if I can help salon beauty owners, if I can help jewelry designers, if I can help 
event planners, if I can help like chefs and dinner party planners and food bloggers, then I'm sure I can help rock stars. Throw me a fucking challenge. Um, okay. Best way to minimize. Oh, I love this. Okay. Best way to minimize and eliminate trauma in our children. Okay. Guys, mamas, mamas to be me, everyone that wants to be a mom, your kids will have trauma no matter what you fucking do. No matter if you are this conscious parent, fuck, I hate this term of like conscious parenting, like bluntly, it just makes you seem like you're the perfect fucking parent and everyone else is beneath you. I actually, it fucking annoys me because I can't even imagine, I mean, it's hard being a fucking dog mom. I can't even imagine being a mom to like multiple kids and whatnot. Anyway, point being is your kids will have trauma no matter what because the reason why I'm saying this is because trauma isn't just about you having done something that is obviously wrong, like, you know, I don't know, throwing your kids out of the house or like hitting them or something like domestic violence. Trauma is also the result of them perceiving something incorrectly. So you could have said something to them to teach them something. And if you're a client of mine, you will understand this because we've gone through this process in uh, even like even Demi, you know how we go through this process in Queen Alchemy where you like realize X, Y, like you realize that they meant something else. It's the exact same thing. So your kids will perceive things incorrectly and you cannot stop that because you are not in control of your children's mind. They are making up their own stories. They are making up their own perceptions. So like just take that fucking weight off your shoulders knowing that if you provide your kids love, then that is all that you can do. Like that is the best thing that you can do. And if you always encourage them and if you kind of always say that they can do whatever they want, they will generally speaking feel enough, right? And they will feel like they can do anything they want. And that's like, that's really important. That is a big thing. That would be very, very helpful to them. But I can tell you right now that they will misperceive a million and one things. And, um, and that's not that you've been a bad parent. Like, you know, like my parents were great and I misperceived a million and one things. Um, however, my mom did always make a very conscious effort. I will say go mommy. Um, she did always make a very conscious effort that she always wanted. And now she makes a joke of like, maybe I did too much of a good job, but she always said, I wanted my, my daughters to be really confident. Um, and my sister and myself are really fucking confident. And I've actually never had the belief of I'm not enough. I've always had the belief of I'm too much. That's been mine. Not, not enough. I've never actually had that in my head. Um, and so if you can allow your kids to feel like they can do anything and you encourage them and you allow them to explore all of their hobbies and all of their passions and X, Y, and Z, that's an amazing thing to help minimize trauma. And then another thing that's also just super, super helpful to them is allowing them to express all of their emotions. So a lot of parents, when their kids are having a tantrum, they shame them for having a tantrum or stop getting angry. And your kids don't know how to express what they're feeling. So instead, if you sat down with them and you said like, yes, get the anger out and like hit the pillow and they got all the anger out, then you can say to them afterwards, what were you angry about? Like, what were you feeling? And a little tip for you guys is don't say why, because why elicits shame. Say what, ask a what question. What was making you angry? What happened today at school? Um, don't say why are you grumpy? That's shame. Like you're wrong for being grumpy, but instead what made you feel grumpy? What made you feel angry? And if they're like, I don't know, that's like, cool. You don't have to know. Cause the thing with trauma as well, that's really important that I don't think gets talked enough about with therapy is that a lot of the time people think they have to know their trauma to heal it. You don't have to know your trauma to heal it. You don't have to know it. 
You don't have to at all. And I'm really big with that. It's like if we can just start to, if we can just feel shit in your body, once we allow your body to wake up again, if it's been like a freeze response and you've disassociated for a long time, a lot of people disassociate in trauma. If you disassociated, once we get touch and once we get sensation back in your body, you'll start to feel the trauma in your body and you don't have to know what it was because you may have blocked it out. That's fine. All you need to do is we need to just be able to have you sensing the trauma and feeling it and then we can get rid of it. So you also are letting your kids and encouraging your kids to express their emotions in a healthy way, like get angry into a pillow, go scream in your bedroom, go scream into a pillow, um, you know, uh, come to me and tell me what's wrong with, you know, Bruce at school. Don't go to Bruce and start screaming in his face. If you can encourage healthy ways of expressing emotions, that will be really helpful, especially for boys. Um, and ex- allowing your allowing daughters to express anger is really really helpful because um, it'll be really good for the for like in the in uh, later in their life where they don't suppress their emotions but they actually express them because they've they've learnt expressing emotions is good. Suppressing emotions does not make you stronger. So you also want to kind of be saying to your kids like you, like. You want to be kind of explaining to them and sharing with them and encouraging them to express their emotions because that is strong, because vulnerability is strength. That's a really good thing to also be doing. Um, okay, we'll work on that. Cool. Thank you so much. That's amazing. I was seriously considering going through an anger release, going, going through an anger release exercise with them. So you can just do um, – actually, Demi, put, Demi, can you put this in the Facebook group? Because I will say that I'll give an answer to everybody because then other mummies can know it as well. Cool. Um, any last really quick questions? Otherwise, I will go um, and uh, I can answer some more on my Instagram stories later once I get back on my stories. Hopefully, this was really helpful for you guys. Um, I always love answering your questions and whatnot. Um, and yeah, cool, cool, cool. I think that's everything. I don't see any more questions coming through, but I'll wait for another minute or so. As per usual, if you have any questions about, you can't work with me at the moment with Queen Alchemy or anything. You can join Baba and you can get, so if you join Baba now, you'll get all the content now, but we start next year, but I don't have any space for, I don't have any space for Queen Alchemy or one-on-one or anything like that now, but you can join stuff for next year. You can join Baba though now, and then we start next year, the live component, and you can join any of my evergreen programs like MMM, Witch Room Wisdom, that kind of stuff. Um... No. So that, okay, this is a really good question, Katie. I want to quickly share this. So the thing that with Reiki and kinesiology and that kind of stuff really quickly, and then I have to go to my client is, um, whilst it's amazing, like I'm all for that stuff. I know the power in it. What I've seen that's really, okay. The reason why I like my way of doing it is that involving your brain and your body is important because if you just lie there on a bed and someone like clears the energy, we're doing Reiki, your brain can still, it doesn't, it doesn't actually understand or shift what happened. Your brain hasn't gotten rid of the memory. The memory doesn't like disappear like that with Reiki. Does that make sense? So Reiki and kinesiology can be an amazing tool to be adding onto it. But somatic work is the best because you're using your body. So you are physically releasing it and your brain also knows I am releasing X. And so by using both together, that gives you the best result. Using just Reiki or just kinesiology or just talk therapy, it doesn't give you the result because with talk therapy, you you might understand something, but your body hasn't released it, right? And then with Reiki, you're just lying there and they're like, oh, we cleared your sacral chakra, like sweet. 
but you still remember the rape or the trauma or the whatever. And so it hasn't actually, maybe the anger hasn't like necessarily gotten ripped, gotten completely out of your body. So I love to use, use your body. I love using your, I love getting my clients to use their body to release their trauma because it is way more powerful than like re going through that trauma response. And as I was saying to my queen alchemy girls today, um, and I can do this another live. I don't have time right now. A lot of people are stuck in a trauma cycle and you have to break the trauma cycle. But the only way to break a trauma cycle is for you to re-go through the trauma. And when you're lying there getting Reiki, you don't re-go through the trauma at all. So actually being able to feel everything again and release it again, that's where the power lies because then you've broken the trauma cycle and you've broken that trauma bond. Um, okay, how do you say in feminine when you're a team of one and have to do some masculine things? You can have masculine days, feminine days, or actually you just go back to the beginning, Mary, and do everything I was saying before of like, you do your feminine things. So you, you do your masculine things with feminine things around you, make your environment feminine. That's what you would do. Cause I do masculine things and that kind of stuff, but you want to do, you want to have like the feminine surroundings. Um, I was lost where to start my trauma release. This is perfect. Thank you. Thank you. No worries. Yeah. I, I am actually, I love like, like, yes, Reiki and kinesiology is amazing and I've done it before. Um, but it's not the same as using your brain and your body at the same time. That is where the most amount of, of power is. Okay. Just like think about logically, like it just, like it just logically makes sense too. You know what I mean? Like your brain needs to understand what you were doing in order for you to release it. Otherwise you walk out of the session having cleared your sacral chakra, but your brain still feels stressed around men. Do you know what I mean? And so therefore you just like re-traumatize yourself because your brain still feels that. So then your brain sends that feeling to your body and then you feel stressed again. So you know what I mean? Um, and like, the, and then you have to like keep, keep going back to Reiki to keep clearing it. Whereas my intention always is to make myself redundant. My job is to make myself redundant where you've done the work and that's it. Like, yes, maybe you like to come back to top up. So you just want to have me in your vibes or whatever it is, but I make myself redundant. That's my intention where you do the work and you're done. And yes, you will keep going, but you keep going, not because, you know, you have to like keep fixing the same problem, but you keep going because you want to keep up leveling like a different scenario. Like I'm not making people come back all the time because they get re-traumatized all the time by the same thing it's like new things pop up or new traumas pop up or like a process like something happens and it's an opportunity for them to reintegrate hey sexy i'll see you soon um that kind of stuff uh anyway i've got to go because i have to actually reply to amy's voice message before my client um i love you guys thank you so much for tuning in and um i will see you guys when i next to an instagram live bye well, I hope that answered a bunch of your questions for you guys about businessy things, about the trauma stuff, about all that, all the procrastination, all that jazz. I always love doing Instagram lives with you guys. So um, keep a lookout on my Instagram story for when I next do another one, because I'm going to try and do them when I'm doing like, I'm going to try and when I record a podcast, do a live at the same time, just so I can like answer a few questions for you guys and whatnot. Because as some of you would know, I don't answer questions in my DMs. Like if you send me a question, I'm not going to answer it. Um, one, I just don't have any time. And two, um, uh, like that's why, that's why people pay me to be a client to then get my help. So it's not unfair to answer them in the DMs. Anyway, join Baba, look out for the emasculation program, look out for the, um, the live version of my period problems program, go stalk jelly on my Instagram, do anything else you need to do. Maybe join the waitlist for the next round of queen alchemy as well, because we will do an extended payment plan for that. Um, we'll put it out sometime. So get on all that kind of j jazz jam. Um, it's a Sunday and I'm tired. So do all of that stuff. I will talk to you guys. So I hope, you hope you're having an amazing weekend. If you're listening to this live, um, like when it just is released, I need to stop talking. Nothing's making sense. Okay. Bye. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope that you
you got lots of chicken nuggets out of today's episode. I would be really, really grateful if you'd be able to leave me a review and a star rating that you think is appropriate, hopefully five. And if you could share this podcast so that I can help more women live a life of flow and ease, I would be so fucking grateful. Make sure you tag me in it on Instagram so I can personally thank you because I know so many of my clients have found me literally because their friends have posted about my podcast on their Instagram story. And I just want to help as many women as possible. So by you sharing it, I would be so fucking grateful. And I'm sure your friends would be too. If you do want to welcome me, please do check out my website for all those details. And of course, you can DM me on Instagram with any other questions. If you have any podcast things you want me to talk about, any ideas, any feedback, I am always open to it. And I always love hearing what you guys have to say. So please don't hesitate about that either. I will catch you on the flip side. Have an amazing day or night wherever you are.